Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show this post hump day. We call it a Thursday. I think you might as well. Good afternoon. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And we're going to get right into the Britney. Uh, can we get the Cobra gang together? Because we got some uh, we got some news. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra gang. Denied! The judge hath brought down the hammer on Britney Spears' request to have her father removed from the conservatorship. Judge Spend a Penny, no, what was it? Judge Brenda Penny said, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. Sorry, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Yeah. That seems so shocking. Holly, can you tell us the story, please? Yes. So yesterday... It was a big news day yesterday, Bradley. Also, add that to today, because I feel like in just the world in general, there's a lot of stuff happening. So Uh please add some more to the list. All right. Well, let's add this to the list. Yesterday, a Los Angeles Superior Court judge signed an order denying Britney Spears' request to have her father, Jamie Spears, removed from the financial aspects of of her conservatorship. Now, Judge Brenda Penny denied the request, which was first filed by Britney Spears' attorney last November. The judge's decision comes about a week after Britney Spears made that direct appeal to a court to get Jamie Spears off of the conservatorship. Slight problem. Well, let's start. She didn't file any paperwork. Uh-huh. So this is so you've laid it out clearly. And when I read this, I was like, OK, so I need to understand because I am having this problem. And maybe you've had this problem to Brit- Brittany. What? OK, first I call you mom and now I call you Brittany. So yes, I don't know. Son. Yes, son. I think your name is Holly. <laughs> that's true. So, Holly, so on my birth certificate. Uh, Holly, you yeah. laid it out. So oh, that's not a radio name. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding. Jokes. Because um, sometimes in radio, people have other names. That's true. My name is my name. That's our name. Okay. Uh, anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked. So you laid it out very clearly that, and I have had this, like, there. there's this, like, two-sided part of me where uh, whenever there are stories about Britney Spears, I'm like, there's reality, but then there's also uh, the circus, no pun intended, where I realize things get hyper, um, are, just hyper- hypersensitized when it comes to stories about Britney because we talk about it so much like in terms of pop culture and entertainment. And so things seem way more dramatic, right? Like, so the, the conversation that Britney had with the judge last week when she made her statement, like the whole world was like, Oh my God, can you imagine? Oh my God, all the things, Oh my God. It's so like 
This is terrifying. And then all of a sudden today, legal, you know, Judge Penny shows up and is like, no. Yeah. And you're like, wait, but I'm missing something because that was such a dramatic performance on the last episode of Hashtag Free Britney, which will debut on Netflix this fall. I thought in the last episode that the whole world had agreed that Britney Spears was being held captive and we needed to free her immediately. And somehow um, the judge was like, no. What? What am I missing that she didn't miss? So then, and like I said, this happens a lot with Britney stories where you it's hard to figure out what's actually going on. So then I started to like look into the details. And by the details, I mean the article that you brought to the table. And it's very clear that it's just that it's not that judge. And I think this is where the media flips up sometimes, which is why you should listen to us, because we'll lay things out clearly. The media is like the judge denies Britney's conservatorship, which seems very final and very um, uh, decisive. Right. Yeah. It's from a judge. Right. Denied. But it turns out what she was really saying is the conservatorship as it stands is legitimate. And until at least again, this is my understanding, but from reading the tea leaves that we are allowed um, that until Brittany actually files a petition to request an end to the conservatorship. She is not going to end the conservatorship, meaning she's just doing the obvious thing. She didn't rule on all of the stuff, but I think people out there are going to get this idea that the judge was saying she doesn't believe Brittany or that the judge is somehow not listening to Brittany. The judge is just saying, look, a conservatorship is based on law and the law requires certain things to happen for this conservatorship to go away. And, you know, your theatrics aside, you need to file some paperwork. Mm-hmm. Is that? Do you think that that seems a fair assessment of what just happened as yeah. to why she denied Britney's request. Yeah, that's totally a fair assessment, Bradley. So the way that things are operating right now, until recently, both there was financial and personal arms of the conservatorship, right? Both controlled by Jamie Spears, yeah. Britney Spears's dad. Now, last year, Britney Spears' attorney stated in a filing that Britney Spears strongly opposed Jamie Spears as a conservator, and that she refused to perform if he remained in charge of her career. And then earlier this year, that same judge, Brenda Penny, So she allowed a wealth management company, Bessemer Trust, we've talked about Bessemer Trust in the past, to come in as a co-conservator for the financial aspects of Britney Spears' arrangement. So technically there's like three people in this conservatorship. Exactly. So it's Three uh, interests. Yeah, so it's complicated, right? Yeah. Jamie Spears remains the main conservator for all the other parts of Britney Spears' conservatorship. Now... Financial. Yeah, financial. And he's co-financial because Bessemer Trust is in there too, so there's that, Jamie, and then the life aspects still responsible for Jamie. Or Jamie Spears is still responsible for those. Now, the next hearing is scheduled for July 14th. Just, I just want to clarify. Yes. Jody Montgomery is in charge of the personal life choices. Jamie Spears, the father, is co-conservator of the estate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The financials. Mm-hmm, the financials, right? So the next hearing, July 14th, now Britney Spears can submit a petition for the conservatorship to be terminated at that time. So 
Yeah, so I think, again, just to be clear, like, even though it's so confusing sometimes when you see, because when I saw this, I'm like, wait, this doesn't go with the story as we were promised. She was going to be freed and she was going to be living her best, you know, best life. I mean, they just let Bill Cosby out on a technicality, but Britney Spears can't get a piece of birth control removed from her body. Something's wrong. Please solve the problem. Why is this judge not doing this? Also, the judge is a woman. Hello. Hi. But the judge is like, that's fine. And and I'm thankful that you were being honest with me. It's clear you're not familiar with how the system works. Now, to be fair, and by that I mean she needs to fill out paperwork in order to get that uh, conservatorship process um, ended, which begs the question, or I guess points out the obvious. The people who are in charge of doing the official business of this conservatorship and fulfilling Britney Spears' requests officially, that is her attorneys, that is the other parties of the conservatorship. Because remember, they're all supposed to be there for Britney. None of those people have ever communicated with Britney actually Spears herself. That's not her middle name. Emphasis. to How to go about doing that. It was even clear in that speech she gave last week where she was like, I didn't know I could ask for the end of this. Yeah, she literally said Britney Spears last week, quote, I didn't know I could petition the conservatorship to end it. I'm sorry for my ignorance, but I honestly didn't know that. And don't you wonder then if, I mean, she probably thought just saying all those words last week was enough to do it. Mm-hmm. And clearly that is not the case. And hopefully somebody has communicated to her. Because now I'm starting to wonder if her attorney is really has her best interest at heart. Why isn't there a petition to end the conservatorship? Mm-hmm. I mean, she has said that is what she wants, right? What right. am I missing? Yeah, that that's what she said. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, you know, Britney Spears out on a vacation in Maui, allegedly, supposedly. That's what social media, et cetera. Which want, don't want, even get us started. I mean, you were pointing out some stuff earlier. It is. I don't. That's yeah. Not, yeah, but it, but so, it, it may right. the public uh, presentation of Britney Spears is not one of somebody who is really considering her legal future. So I don't know what's happening behind the scenes between Britney Spears and her attorneys and all of these people. It just appears that like, you know, I do math a lot, even though I'm horrible at math, but something just doesn't add up in all this because you've got like, you know, the judge is like, sure, but nobody's asking me the right way. It's like printed right here in five easy steps how you, too, can remove yourself from a conservatorship. So that means that somebody's lying to her. She's lying to us or like something is not something somewhere is not adding up because this is not rocket science or there's a big chunk of, you know, stuff like maybe she's tried in the past and failed miserably. Maybe her attorney has some theory about how best to maneuver through this i don't know but something doesn't add up and the good news is there is still more to chew on and in fact what we do know surrounding all this drama is that um the whole reason we know any of this is because britney's speech came out it was leaked yeah we weren't ever supposed to hear that we were all shocked that we heard britney's words last week why because they weren't supposed to be released and up until this point none of that stuff was released but holly Mm-hmm. Apparently, somebody was not amused by all uh, of Britney's words being released wa- last week. No. Leaked, I should say, not released. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. the people who weren't pleased are the L.A. County Superior Court, because as of June 28th, they are stopping audio recordings 
of any kind of legal processes. They said, we are done. This is not happening. Effective June 28th, the court will no longer offer the remote audio attendance program to listen remotely to courtroom proceedings. Now, this is a, people are saying this is directly tied to Britney Spears's audio being leaked because apparently the Brenda Penny, the judge in this case, explicitly said that recording wasn't allowed. So somebody recorded this and then somebody leaked it. Which, let's be clear. Are we dumb? Oh, sometimes. Are people dumb? Like, who <laughs> thinks it's a good idea to go like, okay, I'm going to let you all hear this via technology that allows you to record it, but I don't, absolutely don't want you to record it, even though this is the most desirable celebrity story of the moment, but nobody, nobody, please don't. Keep don't it do a that. secret. Well, Brenda- in 2021, <laughs> you want me to believe that everything isn't going to be recorded at all times, yeah. even if by accident? Well, you would think that if the judge in the case made a clear warning to say that audio recording wasn't allowed, that people would follow through. But we don't know who recorded Britney Spears's conservatorship statement. It says even the Hollywood reporter is like persons, people. We don't know who it was. Which, by the way, that would be a whole episode of this, you know, Netflix series that I would uh, be interested in finding out, like how and why that happened. Yeah, exactly. Now the Hollywood reporter is saying that they don't know if those people or persons are going to face any kind of penalty. But now the LA courts are like, well, sorry, since you did that, nobody can have this anymore. Yeah, which is totally understandable. And I don't know why they would have allowed it in the first place, because you've got to believe that when you give people the opportunity, they're going to take it. Have you met the world in the last four years specifically about things we won't actually talk? There were leaks coming out left and right about all sorts of stuff. Enough. If if the U.S. government can't keep top secret secret, why would we keep Britney quiet? But I'm so grateful that we got to hear Britney in her own words. Because can you imagine the world we'd live in today if nobody heard anything that she had to say? We'd all be like, oh, she's fine. It's okay. Well, I hope she gets better soon. Yeah, well, obviously someone recorded the audio and they wanted us to hear it. And we did. Yeah. And yeah. we did. And I'm grateful we heard her in her own voice. And you know who else I am grateful for? Elizabeth Reese, because she's bringing her own voice with all the latest from Hollywood when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our good friend Elizabeth Reese. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, friends. How's Almost it going? The holiday weekend. It's going very well. Good. Very You're well. staying uh, cool and yeah. enjoying the weather. I'm just doing my best. It's a nice summer day. Um, it's also a nice summer day over in the UK where Prince William and Prince Harry came together at Kensington Palace to pay tribute to their late mother, Princess Diana. And they unveiled the Diana statue depicting Diana with three children. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. 
No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Reflecting her work to support and nurture children around the world. Isn't that nice? There you go. There's Bradley was wondering why the statue featured children. Thank you for the answer. There you go. First, my assumption was when they pulled off the thing, the, you know, cover, uh, to reveal, I was like, oh, it's probably the two of them that she's holding. And then I realized, no, one of them is a female. One of them is a female. So, and there must be a child behind the female. Yeah. Because I'm like, it only looks like two head on. But yeah, it, there is. There's a child behind the female. You can just see the arm. Yeah. And you can see that that child's legs, too. But um, actually, not a horrible, you know, I think statues sometimes are just kind of like, oh, that's yeah, nice. it's yeah. really pretty, I think. I, I do, too. I, I think like they it. Did a good job. So this would have been Diana's 60th birthday. And so William and Harry released a statement uh, saying, we remember her love, strength and character, qualities that made her a force for good around the world, changing countless lives for the better. Every day we wish she were still with us. And our hope is that this statue will be seen forever as a symbol of her life and legacy. Um, yeah, it looks really beautiful. And this is, you know, it was a nice warm reunion between these brothers. They were together at the funeral of their grandfather, Prince Philip, in May. But of course, things have been difficult between the two over the last couple of years. I, I did note that a lot of headlines involved the two of them meeting versus like the reason they were meeting, yeah. which just tells you where we're all at. And I was mm-hmm. grateful to see that they didn't throttle each other I, prior. I think so too. But after. it is, you know, like people.com's headline is Princess Diana's 60th birthday statue revealed. Mm. See Prince oh. Harry and Prince William unveil it. So well, that was a nice. That's very nice. Yeah. Well, people, let's be clear, people's really good at playing uh, their... They put the the royals' best interests forward, generally. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They absolutely do. They were going to have a bigger event, but it was scaled back due to ongoing COVID restrictions in the UK. So there were close family members of Diana, statue committee members, the statue's sculpture, and then the designer of this sunken garden. Um, Kate Middleton was not there. Meghan Markle was not there. Queen Elizabeth, Prince Charles, and Camilla, they were not there either. So that was the reasoning, apparently. And, you know, I think it's nice to make it about her sons yeah yeah and 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 then her family yeah and that's it because it's not like you know it's no secret that like things didn't really end well with the queen and prince charles and all of that so this should be about her boys and her family and that legacy i think that's really nice uh megan mccain announced she's leaving the view so there you go interesting she's gonna leave at the end of july right because i always feel like whenever there's like TV, uh, like daytime drama. I want the Elizabeth Reese perspective. <laughs> oh, yes. She, you know, I think she's going to make DC her family's home. They have a baby girl. And I think it's an exhausting job to be on The View, particularly if you're in her position, because they kind of have that one, you know, conservative position. Yeah. And it's a tiring gig. And she just doesn't need to do it. And I, this is like a real, it's cyclical for people with that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So you think just like Megan McCain, she's just really ready for a change. Just, she, just ready to be done. I think she was ready to be done for a long time. And then I think the baby thing has a big impact on you. Well, you know, and I was reading a little bit about how the show has been handled since COVID and how that may have played a role in that everybody was allowed to sort of be in their own, you know, Space, yeah, but how that also changed the the dynamic of the show. Oh, it's not as good. It's just not good, right? It's just like you're all watching a Zoom meeting happen, yeah, and like you mm-hmm. know from a show, like you can you, like you probably wouldn't be as thrilled to show up every day if you were just turning on a camera 
instead of having the actual energy in a room. Oh my gosh, not at all. And actually when I was pregnant and, and you know, in the real thick of COVID, everybody at the station was very supportive of like, if you feel like safer being at home, yeah, that's okay. Like we'll accommodate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I couldn't even like, wrap my head around wanting to do that like i I, if i had to no i never had to steve had a couple times where he had to work from home because of some you know getting tests and all that kind of stuff and it's just not as fun it's not nearly as fun yeah no i agree Uh, there were a couple times that i broadcast from home and it was not my favorite and even though we were in the same building for so long it wasn't until last month that we actually started sharing the same room again and it's so much better to share space with people. It is. And in TV, there's more of a delay. You know, at least here in radio, like we have such a quick connection. Sure. Because like I'm at home right now. Yep. Hi. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, but And we're used to that. You know, we've been doing that for a long time. I'm also only here for 10 minutes. It's yeah. not like I'm here for three hours yeah. with you. Although yeah. if I was invited, I would stay. Well, actually, I've got some other stuff to do. But oh, I, I, I want you to go do that. I do like hanging out with you. Also, Elvis Presley is getting his very own streaming channel in 2022. What? As he should. So thing? let Lori As know. Does Lori know? No. Lori knows. Oh, yes, she good. does. Okay, Told good. her yesterday. Just making sure. <laughs> All right. Elizabeth, thank you so much. Go get done what you need to get done <laughs> Thanks, and enjoy friends. that weather. And then catch her, of course, at uh, 3 p.m. on Twin Cities Live KSTP. When we come back, Holly has some juicy bits of gossip for our Blind Item segment right here on My Talk. Who's doing what to whom and when and how? Well, we love celebrity gossip during the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and we're on the app too. And oh, by the way, Colleen and I have a podcast. The second season of that is starting next week. Oh my God, we have so much for you to enjoy. Head over to your favorite app store and pick up the My Talk app now. Let's get right back to those juicy bits of gossip called Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mysteries. Bradley this afternoon is going to be solving these mysteries solo. Oh, God, this is too much pressure. I need someone. Any, nobody? Okay, oh. I'll just... I mean, good luck to me. Yeah, good luck. Pat <laughs> myself on the back here because ain't no one else with me. All right, Bradley, now you got to solve this one all by your lonesome okay. this okay. afternoon. All Think right. you can do it. Whew. Maybe. Uh- This foreign-born A-list mostly movie actress who is an Oscar winner slash nominee told a story about how this A-plus list mostly movie actor kept telling her during sex how much she wanted to use her body as an ashtray. Ew. Ew. Now, this is confirmed, by the way. We know who this is about. So the actress was told, um, and by the way, the actress is foreign-born A-list and Oscar winner. Yeah. That the A-plus list mostly movie actor kept wanting to put cigarettes out on her. I'm yeah. assuming that's what he's saying. Yeah, well, when they, were, when they were doing it. Yeah, with love making. I'm going to burn you. Whoopieing. When they were making of the whoopie? Yeah. Um, okay. So okay. I'll give you a hint, Bradley. Okay. These two people were a couple mm, uh, several years ago. So. Several years ago with yes. an A-plus list. Who am I going to be more readily grabbing onto here? I think the foreign-born A-list mostly movie actress who's an Oscar winner slash nominee. Now, this was a high... Helen Mirren. No! Uh. I, she would not tolerate being told mm-hmm. to be an ashtray while they were doing it. Well, she might, I don't know. Maybe she's kinky. I mean, maybe she's... Yeah, I, I suppose. I feel like Helen Mirren's kind of kinky, but... Uh, yeah. Okay. Of the British dames. Um, this is not a British dame, Judy Bradley. Dench does not seem kinky. No. Uh. Not from the UK. Selma just, Hayek? No. Oh. Uh. What country? (laughs) 
Um, okay. Not is, the UK. Not the UK. Mm. <sighs> okay, so I got to think this through. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Um, foreign born A list Oscar winner. Yeah, this person has actually oh, won an Oscar. Oh, oh, oh. Nicole Kidman? Uh, oh. No. This person won an Oscar in the early 2000s. Charlie's Throne. Oh, oh, and uh um what's his nuts? Sean Penn. Oh. Good job, Bradley. Oh, and I would like to give credit even though I'm just now seeing her text, Julia Cobbs, Sean Penn and Sharice the Roman. Yeah. Is that what she calls Charlize Theron? Charisse sure. the Roman? <laughs> or was that text-to-speech? That could be text-to-speech. Julia, you got a good brain there, kid. That's right. So, Charlize Theron was told uh, by Sean Penn during sex how much he wanted to use her body as an ashtray. That is totally believable and disgusting. And I hope that Charlize, for her part, uh, said, absolutely not, sir. Now finish what you're doing. Yeah. Or whatever they were doing. I don't know. Well, they were having sex. Well, I know, but I don't know if she, you know, I'm okay. Let's They were having a special type of hug, Bradley. They were holding each other close. Yeah. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. The comedian rapist decision has no legal precedent in a federal case, but it does show what can happen when someone is assured by the authorities they won't be prosecuted for something but then are. It is a similar situation to what the Madam Procurer is facing now. Okay, it's so obvious. Say it with me, audience. Bill, Bill Cosby, Cosby and Ghislaine Maxwell. So now this is so obvious. I would like to talk about it though. So fill in the blanks. So the decision regarding Bill Cosby has no legal precedent in a federal case, but it does show what can happen when someone is assured by the authorities that they won't be prosecuted for something but then are. It's a similar situation to what Ghislaine Maxwell is facing now. So what's interesting about this, I mean, there's so many things. I was listening to a legal analysis of this decision and how um, there were a couple legal experts who thought this was a terrible decision. And for like, uh, based on legal mm-hmm. uh, reasoning, they pointed out why it was not a um, a sound decision. And um, I remember yesterday wondering what the argument from the dissenting justice was because it wasn't unanimous. Right. And it turns out that that legal dissent was very similar to what these experts were saying, made this an unsound decision. Essentially there was no, because one of the excuses or not excuses, one of the pieces of reasoning was that there was this um, agreement by the district attorney to Bill Cosby such that he um, then gave up a bunch of testimony thinking he wasn't going to be retried uh, but apparently, supposedly, there was no like written agreement and that it was all basically taken on faith and a verbal conversation that allegedly supposedly happened, which there was no proof of, which which points out that this really wasn't, um, you know, th- this is kind of a scary position for people in similar positions because uh, or or I should say for prosecutors, right? Like you have to be really careful um saying like you might not be held accountable for further charges in the future, mm-hmm. right? For fear that like the Supreme court in another state is going to make a similar decision. But apparently according to this particular blind item, um, 
it's not it doesn't have a federal precedent. So it does not. At least you know. Yeah, that's well, something. yeah. It's on it's on the state level. Also, we have to keep an eye out on the trial of Ghislaine Maxwell that she might be in a similar position. Maybe uh, doing some dealings with the prosecution. We'll have to wait and see. Well, that's it, it is, you know, and it's it's Bill Cosby. It's Harvey Weinstein. It's Ghislaine Maxwell. It's Jeffrey Epstein. All of these cases had, you know, criminal and civil components or do depending on where they're at in their legal trajectory. Mm-hmm. And so I can imagine it's very confusing, like, you know, to to keep straight, like, do I talk about this or do I not talk about this? Am I opening myself up to legal uh prosecution on one side if i'm dealing with something on the other side right and then you yeah. know like with harvey weinstein okay well i'm in new york but now i'm going to La- now i'm going to los angeles in california we're not lawyers and we don't I'm pretend just to be glad one. that um i do not have to have legal brains thank you we just need celebrity gossip mystery brains. oh my god give me some gossip girl all right here we go this a movie <laughs> No, it's a television show. Gossip Girl? Oh, yeah, yeah it is. You're right. It's getting a reboot on HBO Max oh, okay, later good. this year. I've never seen it. This A-minus list, mostly movie actress with at least one franchise is someone all of you know. She's out of the country and had a friend go buy drugs for her. Ooh. The friend got busted. The actress doesn't need this getting back to her. The last thing she needs is more damage control. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is that Olivia Wilde? No. Oh, God, I thought she was getting the drugs with Harry Styles. No, this person, I'll give you a hint, Bradley. They were one half of a very mm, dramatic relationship. And we saw the dramatics unleashed in a British court last year. Oh, so Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So Amber Heard. Amber Heard, what? Yeah. So we Am- don't know who the friend is, I assume. No, okay. we don't. Just a friend. So Amber Heard out of the country had a friend go buy drugs for her. The friend got busted. Now Amber Heard doesn't need this getting back to her because the last thing that Amber Heard needs is more damage control. There was a petition online last week, Bradley. It was trending on social media to get Amber Heard removed from the Aquaman franchise. Didn't really work. Why exactly? Uh, because people- Johnny Depp paid a bot farm. Or troll farm. That very well could be the case. Yeah. 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 So I just, those two seem a little toxic in terms of celebrity right now. We'll just put them over yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. Let's solve one more. All right. Blinded by the item. This blind item really isn't any better. You're, it, you it, picked yeah. some great blind items today, by the way. I have not completely failed. You have not so completely failed. So I feel failed. like you've done me good. Good job, now Bradley. Keep it up. <laughs> this one's confirmed. This former reality star who has a habit of molesting children uh. is arguing for no jail time in a deal. But the only way he's getting a no jail time deal is if he rolls over all the car dealers in his area using stolen parts, which would also mean throwing a bus over dad who's paying for everything. Oh, this is so obvious. And what? Josh Duggar. I mean, I hope the audience was screaming out Josh Duggar because I don't know who else. What other former reality star who has a habit of molesting children there would be? Ugh. Although, 
now people will probably email. Please don't email those names. Okay, um, tell me, fill in the blanks. So Josh Duggar is arguing for a no-jail-time deal. His trial has been pushed back to later this fall. But the only way that Josh Duggar is getting a no-jail-time deal is if Josh Duggar rolls over all the car dealers in his area using stolen parts, which would also mean throwing a bus over dad Jim Bob Duggar, who's paying for everything. Paying for everything, meaning paying for his legal bills? I imagine paying for his legal bills, perhaps doing some nefarious stolen part car well, dealership things that's another, in the area? That's another interesting side journey, because isn't it the case? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That That's why federal authorities previously had visited his workplace not be necessarily because of the molesty business I've, or the child mm-hmm. pornography but there was like some before any of this other stuff oh, broke sure. i'm saying i feel like somebody was paying a visit and i wonder if that was in connection with because they it was like a workplace thing yeah well they visited I, authorities visited the car dealership where josh duggar was working now i suppose it could be both because yeah, that's true maybe they found stuff on his computer yeah they found stuff on his computer and this kind of stuff i want to say is a is federal you know falls under federal jurisdiction but what this blind item is saying is that jim bob duggar is doing nefarious things too. jim bob duggar footing the bill for josh duggar stuff so i mean i have a question yeah please. are you surprised i mean do bears poop in the woods and is okay. the sky blue yeah thank you what i mean by that is like the duggar family i don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No. That's a kind way of saying, like, I think they're up to some stuff. Yeah. Especially when, you know, there was a wonderful thread. You had made some points yesterday when we were talking about um, the cancellation, TLC's role sort of in the cancellation of that show and kind of their, like, gross past with... Um, oh, of counting on. Of mm-hmm. counting on and uh, just the Duggar family in general. And then there was this wonderful thread on Twitter from uh, a fellow traveler in pop culture land who laid out all of the just gross things that TLC has abided over the years. And it really does, I hope, uh, paint a picture that people will, you know, think about when consuming a product like TMZ and hopefully they get held accountable for maybe making better choices in the future. Yeah, exactly. Then there's the whole set of blind items that have to do with Jill Duggar Diller and Derek Dillard. And oh, why were they in yes, Central America? Yes, what? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Human trafficking, allegedly, supposedly. We don't know, but NT Lawyer has some blind item gossip about yeah. some of Wasn't this that stuff. the blind item? They were about trafficking? Well. Or was it drugs? I, I, we don't know. Oh. We don't know. Okay, all right. Things are afoot. Allegedly, supposedly, we've heard things in the blind items. Now we've also seen some things on the streets of 
the internet. And by that, I mean a trailer came out for a publicationship we follow. The publicationship is Shamila. That's Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. Holly apparently would like to walk us through this trailer for Camila Cabello's new movie. We'll be right back. Thank you for that, Holly. And uh, I think we should just get right to Publationship Corner because Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello's Publationship, otherwise known as Shamila, is, um, well, it's in headlines, I think, for very obvious reasons. One of them has a movie coming out. Well, yeah. Don't you know, Bradley? We've been talking about this movie for quite some time, especially in our Blinded by the Item segment, where NT Lawyer has been talking about Camila Cabello's cinematic debut in Cinderella for quite some time. And he says that this movie is a hot, hot mess. Well, um, apparently now we have some visual evidence to weigh his opinion. Yeah, so Camila Cabello released the first teaser trailer for the Cinderella movie that's out on September 3rd. This is coming to Amazon Prime. This movie was actually supposed to come out in theaters, but, you know, it's been complicated with theatrical releases in the past year and a half. As has every movie. Exactly. So it finally found a home on Amazon Prime. The blind item gossip is that this movie is stinky. And it just needed to go to a streaming service where they could get their money back and then just oh. let it be. Ooh. Now, Bradley, you haven't watched the trailer. No, I have you not. You haven't watched this little piece. Now, I just want you to listen to this. Okay. And then give your first impressions on what you okay. think. So I am going to give my impressions of Camila Cabello's debut performance in a trailer for the upcoming Cinderella movie. Here we go. This is it. Soon everyone will know my name. Dresses by Ella. Life outside this basement starts right now. If it's a million to wait, I'm gonna be that one. You're gonna know my name. You're gonna know my name. Do you want to go to that ball? Yes, I was just crying and singing about it like two minutes ago. I mean, it sounds very um, auto-tuned. Yeah. 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 So what do you think? Yeah. What is the what what impression did you get from the trailer actually watching it? Because listening to it, it just sounds like a lot of yeah. You, the impressions watching it, it looks like somebody made a decision to make a movie, and they put Camila Cabello in it because the kids like her. Now there is a wonderful supporting cast in this version of Cinderella, including but not limited to Adina Menzel, Pierce Brosnan, Minnie Driver, and Billy Porter. So there's legitimate talent surrounding Camila Cabello, but the thing was just it it was like she's trying to sing a pop song, but then it's a musical, and then she was having the runs a little bit. So oh, no, she's got the runs. I was kind of concerned for Cinderella in this movie. Well, can I just say also I, I'm now watching the visual of it just to get uh, an impression. And I don't understand, I mean, you know, I imagine watching the movie will explain all of this, but or maybe not. Um Dresses by Ella. Yeah, well, they're trying to make her be empowered, Bradley. So I think that the the theme of this version of Cinderella is that Cinderella has her own shop and she's a dressmaker and perhaps she's not succeeding in the way that she thought she would. I'm completely making this story oh my God, up. But so she's not like, what about the evil, wicked step? I mean, it's Cinderella. I don't know, Bradley. I think that her they... mother lives in a tree. 
Whose mother lives in a tree? Well, Cinderella in the tr- in the no, I shouldn't say the real story, but in like the original one of the original tellings of Cinderella, isn't it the case that her mom died and she like lives on in the spirit of like inside a tree? I'm gonna they take also your word chop for it. Feet off at some point to get the shoes on. Yeah, well, the stepsisters chop off part of their feet so that they can fit into the magic slipper because their feet are huge and yeah, ugly do they and have hideous. Wicked stepsisters in this one, or are we not doing that anymore? I don't know if we're doing that anymore. Oh. I, you know, I can't. I mean, I'm tell all here trailer. for like retelling tales as old as time, but I don't. I don't. I mean, I want her. I. I mean, I don't, I, here's the thing. What? Probably going to have to watch it in the service of this relationship of Shamila. I mean, we're going to have to watch Camila Cabello. Can we be quite honest? Yes. And I think you and I probably belong to the same club here. This is not a movie, a genre that we would run toward. No, this is actually a genre that I would run away. Not screaming, but maybe a light trot. So (laughs) speaking of trots. Yeah. um, (laughs) May they always be light. So. Um, I it, it makes me think of Beauty and the Beast. Another the the live action fairy tale experience is not my favorite because I feel like the whole point of a fairy tale is that it's like not real. It lives in the world of Fantasia, right? So like the Beauty and the Beast one really threw me. I fell asleep during that one. To be quite honest with you, I didn't even bother watching it. To be honest, <laughs> I um. But so I say I'm a little predisposed to not like films like this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure there are a bunch of like kids out there who are going to watch this and be like, "Yes, I love the music, and I want to have the outfits. I want to have the runs like Camilla, me, yeah. right?" And so that's one of those things. Watching a trailer like this too, it's like, oh. This kind of stuff isn't made for people like me. This is made for kids who want to have a new experience of this story where I don't need the new experience of this story unless it was something particularly interesting. Yeah, I want Cinderella, like, I want there to be, like, darkness. Oh, yeah. Because I just think fairy tales need to be dark and scary. Because they are. Yeah, and I think that we all need to be scared a little bit by fairy tales, and then real life won't seem as scary, perhaps. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but that, but that makes me feel a little Andy Rooney-ish, right? Like where I'm like, kids these days, they don't understand fairy tales aren't supposed to be happy. They're supposed to get the crap scared out of them. But, but it's true. <laughs> if you actually go back and read fairy tales, I know they're actually quite terrifying. Yeah. And also just really disturbing, which there's a place for that, but not, I don't, I mean, good luck to her. Yeah, I'm sure for, for family. It purposes you know families will love the fact that they don't have to go to theaters for this movie yeah this might be one of those movies cinderella with camilla cabello you turn it on the kids are quiet and you can go and take a nap exactly until they've watched it like 400 times and then you're like oh my god i never want to hear that song again speaking of things you do want to talk about again teen heartthrobs we'll get to those on the other side of this right here on my talk 1071